Ahem. Good evening, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. This is Hunter here, and I'm here with Scott. How, Scott, how you doing, my friend? I am doing good. How's it going, Hunter? It's going well, my fur friend. And uh, my fur, my friend, I don't know what's happening. And then, uh, oh, you're my fur, too. Oh, thanks, buddy. And I'm here with Colin. Colin, how are you, sir? What, what's up, guys? It's good to be here. Happy, happy Sunday. Yeah, happy Sunday. We got a Memorial Day. So, I mean, we might as well get it out of the way now. Uh, so, unfortunately, Colin, well, not unfortunately for, for him, unfortunately for us, Colin's going to be out of town next weekend. So, we'll be down in O'Neill. Um, so, actually, I'm going to do a couple solo. Actually, shit. Uh, Baywatch comes out this weekend, doesn't it? God damn. Yeah, it does. Okay, yeah, Scott, maybe we can just review that, and maybe I'll substitute Pirates myself if you're busy. But anyway. No, I want to. I want to see Pirates. Like, I want to see. <laughs> I want to rip it but, apart. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I want to. I want to witness this. Fair, fair enough. But we will be down on O'Neill, but because he's going to go see Chance the Rapper, you lucky motherfucker. God damn it. Yeah, I'm. I'm. If if anybody's listening to this and you happen to be at Sasquatch. Just, just holla at your boy. <laughs> I'll be, I'll, I'll be the one there in, in the um, burrito shirt. It has a cat and a burrito. It says burrito. Yeah, it's bright blue. Can't miss it. So, you can be like re- a tall drink of water. With the <laughs> yeah, just be like real O'Neal. I'll be the one wasted, uh, <laughs> yelling. Chance the rapper is my hero. If yeah. someone comes up to you and says. The real, real, like in the middle of that show, like yeah. if I were you, I like I would lose my mind. That would be the best. That would be crazy. So you mean like, look, look, that, look at like, look like at look at place. you know yeah. like you're like messed up. You're like oh I can't what look, what are you real? You mean like from the you listen to my what? <laughs> so so if you, if you just if you're listening to this right now and you just heard how epic that would be. <laughs> Yeah, I just played like it out. you have to do it. So look, so search me out. I, I'm gonna wear a Pareto shirt both days just because of this podcast. My wife will be like, "You're what was wrong with you?" But I don't care. I'm gonna wear that shirt That's two times. So just yeah. So what? Check it out, dude. Well, there you go. Well, now you now we have, now you have something <laughs> to look forward to. I I genuinely hope someone comes up to you now. But um, but. As epic as that sounds, we're about to talk about something that I did not think was very epic. We're talking about Alien Covenant, which, of course, is Ridley Scott. Com- so, so before I kind of jump in here, this movie, I was thinking about you, Scott. So, so Colin unfortunately didn't didn't get a chance to see it. So it was just me. So me and Scott saw it. But um, yeah. I, I'm interested to hear what you guys thought and like just kind of the plot in general. Like, and, and you guys can. Sp- Throw out some some spoilers. I, I really don't care. So so I'll, so I'll say right now, um, for me to really review this, I have to. We have to go full spoilers. So if you haven't that, seen that's it, totally chill. Yeah, that's if, cool. If you haven't seen it, boys and girls, and you really want to don't want shit ruined for you, I would go see this first and then come back and check this out. But, um, so so Scott, did you see Prometheus? I did. Okay, and, and Colin, I I know I, I I know you saw it, right? You liked this memory serves. You bought it for me. So so what's funny is that you bought me Prometheus and Spider-Man, like the Sony like Spider-Man with Andrew Garfield. Yeah. 
Which is really funny, given like the the po- the other podcast that we're going to be like putting out today. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, yes, it is. So so a little little tease towards that, but um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I felt like when I watched Prometheus, it was like it was all right. I didn't love it, but like I, I'm a fan of Fassbender and Charlie Theron's, you know, pretty hot when she's like in charge of the ship, being all evil. So you know, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so you, I will just say, while I was not a fan of, I mean, okay, that, that's a little strong. I didn't love Prometheus. I thought it was just okay. Um, this movie, I had much stronger feelings about. So, kind of jumping in here. So, um, basically, this is just a team. It's it, it's a it's a not a rebranding mission. It's a it's a colonization. It's a col- 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 yeah, colonize, colonizing yeah. mission. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and, and basically, it's just a bunch of crew members um, led by, uh, what, what's, it doesn't say everything, it felt like they did not mention people's names in this shit. I was really, like, the only one you kept hearing was Tennessee, played mm-hmm. by Danny McBride, and I will get to him, but um, the, the the captain of the ship, uh, Orm? Orm. Orm, yeah. Played by uh, Billy uh, Crudup, and so... It's really about them. Uh, so basically, they're on this mission. They're going to um, they're going to this other planet, which the name escapes me. It's, it's like, like Oracle Eight or something yeah, like that. Yeah, something something weird like that. So they're heading out there, and they've all been in, in like a cryogenic sleep, and they wake up early, and so because of a malfunction, which you know, dirt and and fat and Fastbender, who is uh, yeah. Walter, and this on the ship. Uh, like he's basically in charge of everybody as he's he's a synthetic and as there's like they got like another like seven years left in their sleep and they're he's supposed to be he's like the guy in charge essentially as they're asleep yeah exactly and so they wake up early and they're going towards this other their you know their original destination and this other planet randomly pops up on the on their map and they're like oh whoa this is very similar to Earth. It's got all of these characteristics that we're looking for. Why don't we go here? And all I was sitting there thinking is, man, this is an episode of Star Trek. Did no one think, hmm, that's really suspicious that this randomly fucking pops up? And the only woman that seems to have any fucking sense is Daniels, played by Catherine uh, Watterson, who brings that up immediately to the captain, and he just goes, no, no, it's fine. It's is it the same planet they'd left? No, it's just- no, it was so they're on their way, and like there's a malfunction, so everybody oh. is woken up, and then yeah. like while they're up, yeah. this weird like transmission of oh. like it's a like a famous song is like somewhere. Oh, just, they get a transmission. Like, oh, let's go check this place out. Like yeah, far away from where we're going. And yeah, this be, like way quick. It's like way quicker to get there, and like. Like, oh, this may, might be a better option. Yeah. And, and, and Scott, that is where the, the problems really started for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- th- this was just one of those things where you go, common sense should kick in. And the, the Captain Orm, he, he, I didn't know what they were doing with him. It felt like they were going to make him a, like a religious nut. And then they kind of just mm-hmm. dropped that. And then it, they, it seemed like they are going to make him like super right wing and that was gonna come back into play and it doesn't like it was really kind of weird what they did with him but he was just kind of a, he was just a fucking tool the whole movie i never liked the guy and yeah and because he's like the he's he, he he's so unsure of himself the entire movie that you just don't care about him at all 
Yeah, it's not even like it's not even a you know hero will rise moment or he sacrifices himself in that. <laughs> but you know what I mean, like. No, like, yeah, and I I, I wasn't even, in like like at some point in the movie, like obviously people are gonna die, you know, it's alien, but like. Like at that point, I was like, man, I kind of, I wouldn't mind if this guy died. I know he's supposed to be one of the good guys, but yeah. I, I could, I could, I could go to see him get killed. But, but that is one thing I'm gonna give Prometheus. Now, look, I, I saw Prometheus once, and I, if you know, you put a fucking gun in my head, I could barely tell you anything about it. But what I do remember is that they did a decent job of letting you know about m- most of the cast members. You know, Idris Elba, Charlie Theron, especially. In here, I didn't feel like I fucking knew anyone on this goddamn ship. I was just sitting there, sitting there in the theater thinking, oh, you, this is Star Trek, and you're all wearing red shirts, and it's just a matter of which one of you gets killed first, and in what order, and and sometimes, Scott, they don't even really set up the like the kills. They just kind of die randomly. You're, you're sitting there thinking, oh, alright, so I guess you're gone now, and even as the cast gets smaller... They still really don't develop anybody because they spend so much time on on Walter, played by Michael Fassbender, and David, who they find on this planet, who of course was the robot from Prometheus. And and Scott, I'm gonna tell you right now, dude, between between the Assassin's Creed and this, <laughs> Fassbender, I know. He's really pushing it right now because I I know everyone wants to say, oh come on, next man, but he he's really. Step it up, <laughs> step it up, because what did you think about him in this? I mean, he he always brings like a certain level to any movie, so it's hard for me to like really hate on him. But just the roles that he played, like especially like Assassin's Creed, is a, like a great example of him playing a role that, while he may have like acted decently, like he, you don't like like him or root for him or like I just it was just definitely a weird role and the way that they went about it there's a point where like because he plays both David and Walter he's like a he's a synthetic that like obviously they've made multiple models of but it's this he's he's the same like facial you know stuff and like his hair is the same and everything like that um and there's a point where like <laughs> <laughs> there's a point where they kiss <laughs> yeah so, so, so and that was, yeah. a little bit later on but like it's just his his role and their role together like it was definitely weird fastbender is obviously a great actor and it's hard it's hard for me to knock him too much but the role that he was in i don't know I, like it was all about him it was not about this movie was not about aliens this was about him this 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 these two synthetics yeah so so colin let me just kind of say this so and scott's gonna know what i'm talking about about 10 minutes in there's a scene with uh david and uh, guy pierce right and guy pierce is actually probably the best actor in this fucking movie he's in one fucking scene but uh, so they set up this thing with david where he's talking to his master the man who created him about you know humanity and what, you know what's in the name you know they they refer to uh to, to, you know to michelangelo and the statue of david actually in a kind of cool way and colin they set up this thing where i went oh my god i know what this whole fucking movie is going to be about it's five mm-hmm. minutes in scott and and i don't know about you i there's this so colin you saw split right yeah 
So they could, they, you know, you know, I was just thinking they could have left that out, and they should have left that out. Just that entire scene. Yeah. So, so here's the thing. So you know how you get to the end of Split, and they reveal that twist, and it's like, oh my god, that was so fucking well done. There is somewhat of a twist at the end of this, and I went, oh fuck you. I, I left that theater just angry. I mean, th- I, I wasn't a huge fan of this movie anyway, but when. Scott, you know what I'm talking about. This twist they pull at the end, I went... Well, if we're doing full spoilers, you should yeah. just explain it. So, okay, so basically, you, they get to this planet, and, you know, um, they just start getting off, you know, by the you know by the face suckers, and then you, you uh, discover the new... Um, the new... Z- uh, it's like a parasite kind of thing, like, in... Like, it's taking over people slowly. It's what you would expect. Yeah, and, and, and you get your first look at, like, a xenomorph, which is actually really fucking cool. It doesn't look like the original alien, which I'm going to get into, which doesn't make any sense, but whatever. Um, so, you find out that David had been on this planet, you know, since the end of Prometheus, and he has, I guess, been using DNA and just trying to make these xenomorph hybrids and wiped out the planet, like, of those people who are in Prometheus... And it's really, the way they explain it, I was sitting there looking at the screen thinking, okay, really? You're telling me that basically the whole alien mythos is because of this robot who did this just because, why not? Because they never really fucking explain it. Like, he kind of has a god complex with that. Yeah, because he because he's an earlier model, and he so he's he's the the David is a crossover from Prometheus. Like he's been there, he's been on this planet, and he like drew them in, obviously. But like he's an older model, so he's got like he's got more creativity. He said he's able to create, and apparently he creates shitty things that kill everybody <laughs> like that's that only that like that's the only way to go with this there was a, there was a twist though that i actually did like that was kind of freaky was um the the chick that was oh, what is her name um she was in prometheus and no one know, knew what happened to her yeah okay i'll give you that there is a twist in in here that like it ended up like he was actually like experimenting on her and stuff like that. That was pretty creepy. And that's the thing that I feel like this movie really missed was like it wasn't like it alien to me is like a thriller, scary kind of like intense movie where like you're on the edge of your seat and you're not sure what's gonna happen next. It was like I think I think the runtime on this was two hours and 22 minutes or two hours and 20 minutes or something like that and it was probably 45 minutes too long like yeah there was like get them getting to this place and then them actually coming into contact and then you learning about what's actually been going on and the backstory and like i just couldn't get into it like the entire time i was waiting for something to happen and I don't. It was just. It, it fell flat. I. I didn't mind Danny McBride. I mean, he. He. He felt out of place in this okay, movie. You, I won't you, say that. You, okay. So sorry to interrupt you, but Colin, I'm gonna tell you right now. Danny McBride was my favorite part of this movie. I thought Danny McBride was great in this because he gets to actually do some acting here. He really does do some acting in this. Yeah, and like he. He does some of the. He, and a lot of the dramatic stuff really falls on him. And I thought he did a good job with it uh they do a shit job 
uh, developing his character. I mean, he's not immune mm-hmm. to that. But I thought he was actually really good in this. Uh, so, yeah, why do you feel out of place for you, Scott? Just, I, I think because I'm used to him being in maybe, like, comedies. It's not to say that I, I, I liked him in it. It just, he just seemed like... I don't know. I couldn't. I don't know why I just couldn't take him seriously for some reason. I just like this his character, like him, like the the casting choice. I feel like was off. Like he's like kind of like a husky guy, and like he just doesn't really like fit the build of like these like like uh, I don't know top of the class people going going out to settle new colonies and stuff. But that's you know that's really minimal compared to what was going on. I actually did like. Catherine Watterson, who played Daniels, we kind of talked about her. I think she showed like great emotion in this. Um, so, there was a couple so, so things up with her. So here's my one problem with her is that they cut her hair like Ripley, and it was just mm. so distracting the whole time. Like, like not in a good way. It was. No, you're right. It was. It was just one of those things where I was comparing her to Scorning Weaver the whole time, and I couldn't help it because of her fucking hair. And she, she's no Scorning Weaver. I mean, I know you say that she carried her own i thought she was okay i mean i thought i thought she was able to squeeze as my grandpa would say blood from a turnip because some of the dialogue they gave her was fucking atrocious i was like oh my god you poor thing having to say this <laughs> having to say these lines but i thought she did decent with it but um but colin believe me when i say like you watch star trek going up you don't seriously people just start getting picked off and you can't really feel any emotion to it because they barely give them any dialogue mm-hmm. um James Franco's in this movie, and Scott, I was thinking about you. It's <laughs> the most random cameo. So, 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 uh, Colin, basically, James Franco is the husband of uh, Daniels, and his pause, like when the ship kind of goes crazy and everyone's waking up from their uh, cryogenic sleep, his pod gets locked and they can't get him out, and so he just gets burned alive. <laughs> <laughs> like right away. Yeah. Like, like, like oh, is it in the start? Is it the start of the movie? <laughs> yeah, it's like the first mm-hmm. ten minutes. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. So, so, but I'll tell you, I was laughing my ass off. I went, oh wow, that's probably the hardest laugh I'll get this whole movie. Um, yeah. But, but surprisingly enough, and this is a credit to James Franco. They, they have like a, she's looking like at a video of him. And he had more emotion in that scene where he's it like where he's basically a fucking video than most of the rest of this film. It, it just it just there's nothing to attach yourself to, Scott. And that's all I kept thinking is I want to gear, I want to give a shit. Alien and Aliens are two of my favorite movies ever. I'm sitting there thinking, come on, give me something. And I I got nothing, Scott. Honestly. Yep, no, nothing, you're right about the character development, because there's, you know, you didn't feel for them, like, you, like, you know, when people started dying and, like, infecting each other, that's what, that's what I really enjoyed about Prometheus, even though, like, I know it not, wasn't a lot of people's favorite, but I, like, it was kind of more of, like, a slow burn of, like, build up, and when something did happen, it was, like, really dramatic and it kind of came out of nowhere and i feel like this it was like you got like the the you have different sizes of the aliens around and like some are you have like the white ones and at one point they're like communicating with with david and um which kind of ties all into it but i don't know i was 
didn't didn't really scare me. Like it did, I didn't I didn't feel like they were really trying to. You know, I feel like it was more. This was the movie was more about David, and um, him trying to infect everybody and and essentially get away with the ship, which was something you saw a mile away. Like yeah. like they they lead up to this um, at the end where. Um, Catherine um, Watterson's uh, when Daniels is in the in the pod that she's being put to sleep like they're finally they're finally going home they killed them <laughs> and going home and she's in the thing and like you could see you could see it coming a mile away she's like uh, remember remember this one thing I talked about earlier in the movie oh, and uh, 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 Scott may I may I, may I explain yeah that? Okay, Colin, so here's what happened. So there so there's a point where um, David, you know, the robot who's been stuck on the on the uh, on the planet, he basically reveals that he created the Xenonorphs and the in the face huggers, which is a whole other problem in its fucking self, but you learn that basically all of Alien, like this whole mythos is because of him, which is so mm-hmm. fucking dumb. But he um, but he's having a conversation with uh, with Walter and Walter's kinda saying, you know, you think you're a new god, you think, like, you, you know, which this movie gets really preachy towards the end, too, which is a whole other issue I had with it, but uh, David kills Walter, presumably, and by the way, at this point... David no, Walter also, kills Walter oh, kills David, presumably. Walter is the oh, good yeah, guy. Oh, no, 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 because remember, David kills him first, and then Walter comes back, and it's... A, it, 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 oh, it's right, a, okay, yeah, I guess... Yeah. Sorry, couldn't, couldn't keep track. No, 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 I, no, exactly, because they do such a terrible job <laughs> keeping this shit straight, but, but David, so David and Walter, they're fighting, and they're thrown, going back and forth, go back and forth, if, if you do not immediately go, oh, the twist at the end is gonna be that David comes back and not Walter, you're, you're a fucking fool if you don't It was it. such an easy scene, easy setup scene to spot, like, it was like... Oh, they're not gonna show who wins this fight. Oh, and they look exactly alike. Hmm, what's gonna happen next? Like it's yeah. Mm, no, no, I don't did not like that a bit one bit. The the reason I did laugh really hard at that though is because they did the same thing on Archer with Krieger, and they still haven't really explained it. That made me laugh. But but Colin, dude, by the end of the movie, I was sitting there. I thought, you know, this is a C C minus ish. But with that ending, with David saying, you know, like, don't let the bed bugs bite, it was just such a bad villain line. It, it just, I, I, you know, like, this movie's trying so hard to be profound and to answer, you know, the, mm-hmm. the big questions, like, who are we, where do we come from? It, 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 it's basic sci-fi, but it's basic sci-fi is, this is something you would write freshman year of high school, honestly. Like, and, and I know really Scott didn't write the script, but goddamn it. You 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 should have known better. You should have made. You should have asked for a better script. And this this was written by four people, and honestly, it feels like it was written by four people because there are points where it's trying to be kind of funny, and then there's times where maybe it might have like kind of a hot try to have a sex scene, and then maybe it's gonna focus on xenomorph. Like the movie is just all over the fucking place, and it doesn't. Um, so like at I, least give me like a robot on robot like sex scene like <laughs> like they already have him essentially <laughs> making out which is the weirdest thing that they brought about that was it was just so unfitting to 
like where the movie was at. Yeah, and so let me go through each of these writers. Uh, John Logan, and the writing cast is pretty talented. Um, John Logan, he worked on Skyfall and Hugo. Um, Dante Harper, um, he was a writer on one of Colin and mine's, and I think you have moved to Scott, uh, uh, Edge of Tomorrow. He was a writer on there. Um, granted, he also was a writer uh, for a You Got Served, so, you know, but, but then... And then we get to... Uh, hey, you, you got served as a, as a national treasure. <laughs> one for you, one for me. Yeah, and then we get to... Uh, and then we get to Jack uh, Padlin, who wrote one of my least favorite movies of the year, Transcendence. God fucking damn it, I hate that movie. And then the last writer, Michael Green, he worked on... He, he worked on fucking Logan. He was a screenwriter on Logan. Uh, granted, he also was a screenwriter on... Big Mama's house, so you know, so you know, but I mean, oh, and Green Lantern, ooh, shit, okay, so I mean, there's some decent writing talent here, and all I was sitting there thinking is, this is two, it's only two hours, by the way, it's got two hours, two minutes, it felt like two and a half hours, this movie just could not, yeah, it did, in fast enough, so getting to my final ratings here, I had this like at like a C minus, and the the ending was just. Well, it was one of those things where I went, God damn it, you just couldn't help yourself. And it's like, please don't do this. Please don't do what in my heart I know you're going to do. And it's going to make me angrier. So before, so as I kind of wrap this up, I just have to share a quick story real quick. So I Uber home after seeing the movie. I went, <laughs> I went bless you, uh, I went and saw Guardians of the Galaxy after this because I, I was just irritated. And so the Uber, my Uber driver She's talking about how, oh, yeah, if you expected something like the first or second Aliens, you know, you're going to be disappointed. You should give this movie never a chance. And there was a point I started getting upset because she just wasn't letting it go. <laughs> like, I was explaining to her why I didn't like this. And she's like, oh, give it never a chance. I'm like, no, I, I sat through two hours of this shit. I, no, I, I'm probably never going to watch this again. She was like, she's like, you know, you need to laugh. And she says, and I quote, when I want to laugh, you know what I put on? I put on the pacifier. Vin Diesel's hilarious. And just, it, Scott, hand to God. And I just, I kind of looked at her, and I was like, you, you know what? And then she started talking about how if she likes to get pumped up to watch the Expendables movies. And I was like, you know what? This is just the worst day <laughs> for, for movies right now. Like, you can just drop me off. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll get out. Dude, I was really thinking about it. I almost, I, I, I almost told her. I was like, I almost, almost willing to pay for another Uber ride just to, <laughs> just to get out of that car. But... I'm going to give this a... Ooh. You know, a C's too high for this. Now I'm sitting here thinking about it. It's too high. I, I just, I'll never watch this again. And for all those people who hate on Prometheus, I think I'd rather watch Prometheus <laughs> than watch this. At least it has Aegis Elba and Charlie Starin in it. So, yeah, I'm going to give this a B plus. And honestly, that might even be too high for it. This will probably be on my worst self list. I couldn't believe how much I did. You know what? Fuck that. I'm gonna give it a D minus. Sorry. I'm like, <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking about it. And I'm glad you ending. talked yourself into it. No, I'm sorry. I'm sitting here thinking about that ending and, and just how it, it goes like da da da. Like we got you. And I was sitting there thinking, no, you didn't. <laughs> I saw this coming 20 minutes in. So yeah, D minus for me. Uh, Scott, your final thoughts. Sir. Um. Ending was ending was predictable. The the twist was, you know, you could see that coming. Um, it didn't feel like an alien movie, and that's what really bummed me out. Like you don't have to go to space necessarily to for for it to be a great alien movie. And I feel like I don't. 
I would definitely. I'm with you. I would rather watch Prometheus than this movie. And I didn't. I wasn't in love with Prometheus either. But um, just it felt off. It felt like the casting was kind of weird. Not really likable characters. They kind of rushed into everything. Um, I don't know. The fact I feel like you they could have really made this like creepy movie. And to me, those alien movies are like a creepy thriller. Um, but I didn't get that at all. And it didn't make me, I didn't walk out of that theater angry or fuming or anything. It just was like, I feel like I more had just wasted time than anything, um, which I think says more about it than anything. But um, I, I, I got to give this one a C minus. Oh, you're too kind. Damn it. Damn it, Scott. Join, <laughs> join me in the D category. <laughs> Come down here. I, I mean, I get it. Like, that's the thing. I, I can't blame people for just saying, you know, rent this, you know. But, I, I, yeah, I, I'm i sitting here thinking about it. I, I can't go higher than a C plus on it. I mean, I'm going to stick with my D minus. But I really felt like I had wasted my time when, when I left the theater. I, and it, it kind of made me think of – I got a very big Terminator Genesis feel <laughs> from this. And – Honestly, I would watch Terminator Genesis before I ever watched this again, and I was not a fan of Terminator Genesis. At least it has Arnold in it. I, I just, I don't know, man. This just, this just hit me in all the wrong ways. So, but C, C minus, I think that's fair. Like, I can't even be mad to C minus grade if you gave it. Like, yeah, and like I said, if I were, if I were more angry coming out of this, it was just more disappointing and like just kind of anticlimactic. I mean, but, but with that said, I would watch this. Before I watch King Arthur again, so I mean, I guess there's a it's true. <laughs> you know, I, mean, I haven't even seen it, and I I would rather watch this again. Yeah, you trust me, you'd want to watch this again instead of King Arthur. But uh, guys, Alien Covenant, because what's interesting is I've seen it's been almost like you know it's a seventy three percent I believe on Rotten Tomatoes, but everyone I've talked to they've been split on it. People really either were like, oh wow, I was pleasantly surprised by this, or people were like me would go wow this is a piece of dog this is crap what the hell so it's been very you know you're either hot or cold on it so yeah very curious to get your guys thoughts on this uh subscribe to us here on soundcloud at the real pineapple 775 like us on facebook at the real pineapple follow yours truly on the twitter at j hunter real pineapple follow colin on twitter at the real o'neill and follow scott on twitter at Nim the first Guys, thank you so much for Memorial Day weekend. We will have reviews up for Pirates of the Caribbean. God damn it. This is a 6-1, isn't it? I think it's a 6-1. I think so. Yeah, good God. And Baywatch, which I am <laughs> I'm probably more excited for than I should be. But, uh, yeah, we will have reviews up for those uh, for you guys. And, Scott, we will actually have the um, first uh, – we'll have our first uh, – in our film f- series of our favorite movies, Scott's going to go ahead and uh, – He'll let us know what he's going to review, so I'm curious. I will definitely let you guys know. Yeah, so I'm curious what that's going to be. But, guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon.